Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and that you had an amazing weekend and that your day is awesome. Last week on the podcast, we talked about respecting your marriage and why this is important to do if you want to see your marriage be successful. So here are some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. Number one, try not to talk negative about your spouse to your family or friends. Number two, brag about your spouse in front of your family and friends. And I say this because so many times you hear couples talk negative about their spouse in front of their family and friends. So instead of talking negative about them, brag about them. Talk about the good things they're doing, how awesome they are. Make sure you let everyone around you know how great your spouse is. Number three, Keep friends and family out of your marriage. Number four, be on the same page with your spouse when it comes to how much information you and your spouse will share with your family and friends. Now, I know with this, there is a thin line, but I do believe your family and friends should not know about all your minor arguments, minor disagreements, stuff that you guys are working on. Now, in the case of abuse or something like that, then yes, tell your family, tell your friends, make sure your support system is there. If you see your husband or wife is trying to isolate you, make sure you stay in contact with those people that you know and that you grew up with and that you know love you. But there are going to be times in your marriage when you guys may have some issues, you may have some problems. And as long as these issues and problems are not abusive or they're not causing you any physical harm or pain, or emotional harm or pain, then there are some things you can keep to yourself, some things you and your spouse can work out. And if you guys can't work it out, then maybe seeing a therapist or a counselor or a coach might be a better option than telling all your friends and family about what is going on in your marriage. And this is because your friends and family love you. They love you a lot. And so they're not going to be objective. They're not going to hear what is going on for real. They just want to make sure that you're good. So they don't care about the marriage. They may or may not care about your spouse. They care about you and they want to make sure you're good, which is awesome to have a support system like this. But in a marriage, it can kind of tear your marriage apart if you continue to let outside influences affect what you do and what you say to each other and what you believe about each other because believing the best about your spouse is the way to go. So that is why you guys need to be on the same page with things that you may tell your family or friends. Um, so you'll both know, okay, so th this is what I can share. Um, this argument, probably not. So just make sure you and your spouse talk about this so you'll know what you guys both want to share with your family and friends about your marriage. And then number five, always present as a united front. Even if y'all do not agree, your family don't have to know that y'all are on different pages, okay? They don't have to know y'all don't agree. And when you get home, y'all can work it out. You can talk it out. You can get that together. But make sure you present a united front. And this also goes with kids. So these are ways that you can respect your marriage. Um, these are just a few takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. So if you would like to find out more about how to respect your marriage, then click on the link below in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. on a podcast, we are going to talk about how you can stop an argument with your spouse. Okay, 
So I know all of us have found ourselves in an argument with our spouse. Now, sometimes the argument can be silly or sometimes it can be serious, just depending on the topic or the emotion behind the argument. And sometimes silly arguments turn into serious arguments because we have not resolved other issues. And so they're all coming into one big blow up of an argument. Now, this is normal. All married couples argue. So if you guys find yourself arguing, you are normal, okay? Now, however, depending on the frequency and intensity of the argument, this can cause a lot of conflict in your marriage or your relationship, especially if a lot of these arguments tend to go unresolved. In addition to this, a lot of couples have what I like to call ongoing arguments or things that they have not been able to resolve in the marriage or the relationship. So while you may not always be able to stop an argument, you can absolutely learn how to diffuse an argument. So today we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can begin to diffuse an argument or even stop arguments in your marriage. And even when we talk about the ongoing arguments, and we'll do another podcast episode about that, but when we talk about ongoing arguments, sometimes you guys just have to agree to disagree. I agree, that's your perspective, that's what you believe. I don't agree with that, but we are not going to let this disagreement or whatever it is affect our marriage. But we will talk about that in a later episode of the podcast. But today we're going to talk about what you can do to diffuse an argument or stop an argument in your marriage. Now there are several things that you can do. One thing that I like to do is take a pause. Okay, just take a brief pause and it doesn't have to be a long pause, just like a moment. Because I know sometimes in the heat of things when I'm talking and when I'm in an argument, you know, I don't take a pause. I don't think about what I'm going to say next. It's just always there, 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 there. It's just immediate. I always say it. So if you find yourself about in an argument with your spouse, I want you to take a pause. Um, Ask yourself, how do I want to phrase this? What do I want to say? This slows down the pace to help you calm down and you will make sure that what you're saying is going to be heard, okay? Because when you're emotionally charged, it's kind of hard for someone to think about what they're saying. So if you take a deep breath and go, okay, what do I want to say? Do all this mentally, okay? Take a deep breath in your head, think, what do I want to say? And then think about a nice way to say it so that your spouse won't feel attacked. This will definitely help you to diffuse an argument because you will be working on the problem and not offending or insulting your spouse. Now, it could be possible that your spouse might be emotionally charged and that they want you to respond immediately. Like, hurry up, say it, say it. But I need you to stand your ground on this, okay? I need you to make sure that you take a pause. And if they want to say, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, say something like, "Uh, maybe we should just talk about it later. I need time to think about what to say so that I won't regret anything in the future. Something like that. You know, you know your spouse better than me. I've never met them. So whatever you know is going to take if they're trying to rush you into speaking, whatever you know it would take to calm down that, calm them down and let them know you're willing to talk, but just not right now. You need five minutes. Just give you five minutes to think, and then you'll be able to resume the conversation. Then say that and do that. It is always a good idea to be kind, and then repeat what your spouse is saying so that you can understand what they're saying. And it's important to do that. So here's a funny story, okay? My daughter likes to text me a lot. And sometimes when she texts, it's like she'll say something, but she'll mean it one way. I'll read it, and I'll assume she means it another way. So the other day, we were texting, and she was like, Mom, I why didn't you just tell me you weren't going to the store? And I was just like, 
I never said I was. But after we finished talking about it and asking clarifying questions, like, what did you mean when you said this? Oh, okay, I thought you meant such and such and such. We were able to figure out that even though I never said I was going to go to the store, because I said I don't have time to go to the store, she assumed that I was going to go. And when I said I didn't have time to go to the store, I was just trying to let her know, don't ask me to go to the store because I won't have time. So we were able to do that. But it's funny because if that happens with my daughter, who's an eighth grader, I'm, I can assure you this must happen to you in your marriage. So ask clarifying questions. Repeat what they're saying. Ask them. Find out what are they really saying. Because sometimes people could say something, but that's not what they're saying. So repeat Ask them what they're saying. Ask clarifying questions. And this also can help calm down or diffuse the conversation because when people hear that you are trying to hear what they're saying, they tend to calm down once they feel that you acknowledge them and they're willing to wait for you to take your break, your pause, your time to relax before you guys continue with that conversation. So that is one way to diffuse an argument if you and your spouse find yourself in an argument. The next way to diffuse an argument is to consider a repair attempt. Now, repair attempts are made popular by psychologist John Gottman, especially in his book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. I have that book. It's awesome. I am not being paid to advertise it, nor am I trying. But if you have time to read and you want to read something or you're just looking for a good book to read about relationships and marriage, that would be the book to read. So... In the book, it talks about how a repair attempt de-escalates a conflict when handling it. And this is, it makes perfect sense and it does work. Um, a repair attempt can be an action or word. It could be a silly gesture or a caring physical approach. You know, something that lets them know that, hey, you know, I'm not mad. I'm sorry about this. I really screwed this up. My bad. What can we do to make this better? So a repair attempt is something that can be done to let your spouse know, hey, I'm sorry, I'm, I really want to work this out, I really want to talk about this, what can we do to work this out? So it's important when and if you guys decide you want to do a repair attempt, consider doing a repair attempt that won't offend your spouse, okay? So once again, you know them better than I do, so make sure you do a repair attempt that won't insult or make things worse just something that they can recognize okay so they're trying to make this right or oh it could be a smile could be a glance it could be a wink like man i'm sorry it could be any of those things but whatever it is make sure it is a repair attempt method that they will recognize as hey they are trying to repair this relationship they're trying to de-escalate this argument so that we can really talk make sure they recognize it for what it is as a way to talk about the problem, lighten up the situation, have a little fun to de-escalate the situation so you guys can talk about things in a calm and rational way. Now here's another method. This is almost similar to take a pause, but I call it timeout. So you know when your kids are doing something that they're not supposed to be doing and you put them in timeout? All right, so it's kind of like that, only not for your kids, not for your spouse, but for you. Yes, for you. So if you feel yourself getting ready to go off the rails and say something you know you shouldn't be saying, or you feel yourself becoming so angry you know that you're going to say or do something you regret, then consider putting yourself in a timeout. Let your spouse know, hey, this conversation is really making me frustrated right now. 
I need some time and some space to think. Then go sit down somewhere for 10 minutes. It could be in the bathroom. It could be your room. It could be in the car. You can go for a walk. Whatever it is, do that. Take 10 minutes. Let them know that you're going to come back in 10 minutes to talk about this, okay? Let them know you just need 10 minutes to calm down. Um, you'll be back in 10 minutes so that you can finish talking about this this conversation or continue to talk about the issue at hand. And then come back after 10 minutes once you've calmed down um, and then be prepared to handle the conflict. If you need more time, let your spouse know, hey, I'm not avoiding this issue, not avoiding the conflict. I just need a little bit more time to calm down because it's more likely that you can stay calm and sort out your differences if you handle it this way. Believe me, I have gone into a lot of arguments, emotionally charged, angry, frustrated, resentment all built up from things I didn't say in the past. And it never ends well. You never come to an agreement. The only thing that happens is you get a lot of hurt feelings, uh, more issues to resolve because you added more on top of what you already had. So that is why it is important to take that time to think. And you have to remember, your spouse is not your enemy. They are not someone you're in battle with. You guys just have a difference of opinion, a different point of view, which is normal because when you take two different people from two different backgrounds, two different point of views, two different personality types, you're going to have conflict. Conflict is not bad. The thing that is bad is how we tend to deal with conflict. And it's not even bad with that. We just don't know. So these are just some techniques that can help you deal with these conflicts. Deal with difficult conversations. They can help you diffuse arguments with your spouse. Now, I do know that there are some couples who this may not work for, okay? Y'all might be beyond the help of diffusing arguments. You guys might have literal battles or difficult conversations or every conversation you have turn into an argument. So if that is the case, and if you and your spouse are having a difficult time communicating and you're finding that every single time you talk, you are angry, you are having an argument, then I want you to try this instead, okay? So what I want you to do if you guys are in that situation is number one, and you guys can write this down. Number one, I want you to stop doing things that annoy your spouse, okay? And when I say stop doing things that annoy your spouse, all of us know that our spouse have different quirks, different things that annoy them. And even though we may not do anything like blatantly to annoy them, we might do something small to annoy them. Like I remember a wife telling me once that she knew her husband wouldn't want to talk to her. They were having an argument. And she knew that he hated it when she went out in pajamas. So she went out to the store in pajamas. So all of us have that little petty quality, that petty tendency to do things like that. So if you and your spouse are having arguments and every time you talk it's a problem, then I think this is deeper and you guys have to resolve it a different way. Trying to have a repair attempt is not going to work. Trying to diffuse it is not going to work. So you kind of need to do things differently. So I would kind of need you to do a reset, okay? If you find out this is what's happening, then I want you to stop talking to your spouse. When I say stop talking to them, now I don't mean they talk to you and you just ignore them. I just mean stop being the one to bring stuff up. Let them come to you. Let them talk to you. So your assignment would be stop doing things to annoy them. So if you came in the house and they were there, or whatever, you could say, hello, be cordial, then go do your thing. Go do whatever it is you're doing. But don't do anything to annoy them. Don't do anything mean. Don't do anything spiteful. Don't do anything that is going to annoy them or cause a negative reaction. Just come in, say hi, be cordial, 
be kind if you're cooking dinner hey do you want me to make dinner for you or whatever it is if that's your normal thing if it's not your normal thing don't do it but if it's the norm do that so just do the normal thing minus the sarcasm minus the criticism stop talking to them about that hot topic okay talk about business things together or things you need to do for your home or your family talk about those things that you guys can agree on talk about things that you guys get along with talk about those things that don't cause conflict okay allow your spouse to start conversations with you don't always be the one Counting them down and talk about these issues. Let your spouse start the conversation with you. And then when they do start a conversation with you, then respond to them in a kind, calm, strong, gentle way. So the whole goal of this is like, stop doing things to annoy them so that they're not already angry and frustrated. Don't talk to them first. Let them talk to you. And when you guys do talk, talk about business, talk about the family, talk about things that you guys can agree on. Then when they do start having a conversation with you, that you allow them to start, you respond in a calm, kind, strong, and gentle way. And keep doing this. Now, I know there are a lot of issues you might want to discuss right about now, and I get it. But you know what? There is time to discuss those issues. Right now, you guys just need a break from those issues. Because constantly going at the issues over and over and over does nothing to help. You haven't come to a resolution yet, right? So if you haven't come to a resolution, it makes no sense to constantly keep doing the same thing. I remember this quote and it said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. So if you see what you and your spouse are doing right now is not working, then stop doing that, okay? And do something different. And the different thing that I want you to do is to stop doing things to annoy them. Let them talk to you first. When they... If you start a conversation, it's about business or things that you guys can agree on, home, family, etc. If not, allow them to start that conversation first with you. And then whenever they start a conversation, respond in a calm, strong, kind, and gentle way. Now, I know there are going to be times where you're probably going to mess up and you still want to fight or argue or whatever. That's fine. And when that happens, forgive yourself. But just know that you are not perfect. You are going to mess up. And when you recognize that, then if you do and when you do, you will not beat yourself up over it. But this is the best way to handle a conversation or communication if you or your spouse find yourself arguing all the time. And in this type of situation, I would also advise you to work on yourself, work on the way you respond, work on the way you do things. Even if you bring something up, work on your delivery. Sometimes it's about a startup, you know? If you have a harsh startup, like, you always do this, you're so this, you, 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 then it's not going to go well. But if you kind of soften your startup a little bit and be like, I feel that this is happening. This is my perspective. It's probably might not be true. This is just how I feel. It is a better way to go. So we might even do another episode about um, hard startups, soft startups. Because I know this is needed. But these are just some ways that you can diffuse an argument or stop an argument. Or, as I always said, you, the best way to stop an argument is just not to argue. Even if someone comes at you wanting to argue, you can say something like, Well, you know, I really don't want to argue with you. I respect what you're saying. Let's talk about it at a different time. Or let's do it at this time. Let's think about what we want to accomplish and talk about it later. Something like that can also help you when it comes to, resol to resolving 
and not having arguments. Another thing that would be very helpful if you guys find yourself constantly having communication issues is to talk to a couples counselor, a coach, a therapist, even if you do it by yourself. These are people that can help you guys navigate through what you're going through and help you learn how to speak to each other, help you learn each other's language and how you talk, how they communicate, what you're saying. Because a lot of times we think we're communicating, we think we're telling our spouse what, how we feel and what we really need, but we're not. They hear one thing, we're saying another, and it's not coming together. And communication can only happen when both people are on the same page. So if you guys are not on the same page, y'all are not really communicating. So this is all important to remember. So just remember, each marriage is different, each situation is different. Therefore, feel free to use whatever works best for you, okay? Constantly arguing with your spouse not only can damage your marriage, but it's likely to take away from the time that you guys have with your spouse to spend together, enjoying each other. And a lot of people, especially people who have lost spouses or their spouses are no longer with us, they say that they wish they had spent less time fighting, more time enjoying each other, okay? So just remember that if you want to enjoy your spouse, then we have to take out the arguing so much. So let us work on that this week, and I know it can be difficult, but here are just some things you guys can try. And like I said, you know your spouse better than I do. You know them, you live with them, I've never met them. So do what works for you. The song we're going to listen to today is called Wish You Were Here, and the song is about a woman who wishes that she could have done things differently with her spouse in her marriage. So here is the song, Wish You Were Here. Never thought that I'd be standing here without you standing next to me. Many things were left unsaid because we had eternity. But now you're gone and I'm still here. It's hard to hold back the tears. Your life ended so suddenly. It's hard to believe. We'll never take that trip to Canada. You'll never see the rising of the sun. We'll never walk together hand in hand. I miss you. You'll never know who our kids grow up to be. You'll never sit on a porch swing with me. We'll never have a happily ever after. I miss you. I wish you were here with me. I wish you were here with me. I miss the things we used to do. The kids still ask where you are. I tell them your love is never far. I do the very best I can to keep your memory alive. But we'll never take that trip to Canada. You'll never see the rising of the sun. We'll never walk together hand in hand. I miss you. You'll never know who our kids grow up to be. You'll never sit on a porch swing with me. We'll never have our happily ever after. 
podcast i would like to thank you so much for being here with me today i absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as i love spending time with you i encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes. And I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Broken, like cement, but it's